0: welcome to the no so podcast your weekly home for all things wrestling this week we'll be talking about pow pro wrestling's let it rain we'll be marking out no selling for pow pro wrestling's base brawl and forbidden door i'm your host GSP. not not pow pro wrestling's Door. to be fair,
1: hey we don't know the power that that the yeah. uh, entrepreneur of pow pro wrestling wields in the wrestling world
0: you know that's fair that's fair that's true you know uh, I'm your host, Joseph Laslum Lonser with the Enforcer, the Human Wrestling Database, the man who's suffering through SmackDown, one Corey Mack.
1: How much does this guy weigh? Who's this fucker over here? What's happening? It's been a while.
0: Well, you did think it was a new intro and <laughs> you just haven't it, watched it. You know a what's funny? Minutes.
1: The way they did the video package, I thought it was a new intro. It was just highlights of last week's meeting man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the marquee. Of no cell. My Google. You know, the sheer magnitude of me makes
2: people uncomfortable. Oh, my God. The goat said that.
1: I need up. a... Damn it, I need a quote from an interview now, Pronto.
0: <laughs> Hulk uh, Hogan, we're coming for you. No, <laughs> not,
1: not, not, that, not that
0: one. Not that one.
1: I'm going to quote Hulk Hogan in bed with a uh, bumblebee sponge's wife. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That would be a bad
3: idea. Kind of like sushi. How's everybody going? You know, how's how how's it going, guys? You know, you know,
0: I... I, I We're doing great. Yeah. Corey's kind of suffering, it sounds like.
1: You have you know? no idea. It's been a rough couple of days. I would He's be better, a... though, Joe, if you start dressing like you pretty deadly, guys.
0: If if that would put a smile on your face, I would do it for you. Woo! Well, at, for, at Forbidden Door... You know, put yeah, um, a smile somewhere else on his body.
1: Yeah. I went from 6 to 6.15. <laughs> minute, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright, let's talk about
0: Pal Pro
2: Wrestling. Biceps, like Rick Rude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you guys are on one. Uh, Let's talk about Pal Pro Wrestling. Let it rain this past weekend. Uh, another fantastic show. I had fun.
1: What you? This one caught me by surprise. I was distracted. I'll put it that way. I was distracted going into the show. Um, and it pulled me out of my distractiveness, my funk. Uh it was a good show. It was a damn good show. Well I mean that's all I do is put on
2: good shows though. I mean yeah.
1: I particularly liked the the pacing and the the placement of matches on this show—that's a big deal to me. Uh, I—I've had shows by companies uh, I, I, that have been made or or broken by the by the by how it's paced, how it's structured, what match goes where. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, WCW, later today.
0: Um <laughs> Well, we remember we were at WWE when Big Show got ran over for the whole episode.
1: Oh, so. But, Oh, my God.
0: That whole fucking
2: show. Oh, my God.
1: That's still the worst wrestling show I've ever been to. Same
2: close. Of... Fucking karma crying in the ring.
1: Yeah. The Jesus. whole crowd with a collective, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that was not proper wrestling. Nope. Great then, pacing.
1: The Good Brothers still working.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh yeah they do by the way
2: well not still Corey. again
1: <laughs> oh okay.
2: yeah they
0: weren't oh, aw last year it turns out
1: oh yeah the things you find out when you put on smackdown
0: so let's go down the card uh one mr Booble. you uh oh yeah that's me wrote, you took notes this time thank you
2: I mean, and I just, I'm gonna. Some of my notes may not jive with what happened on the show because uh, hashtag not my champion. But you know, we'll get that later.
1: K fave. Who cares? We can make it up as go along. <laughs> no.
2: uh, so, because we are very important people, we got it early. We got the pre-show as a twer. They kicked off with a with a tea party, as Pal shows are want to do with that uh, that no good, Mister Ooh-la-la. You are out of your mind. Uh, hosting Dr. Cleaver and King Naja.
1: My new and, favorite uh, wrestler.
2: I mean, King Naja had himself a night. We'll get to that later. Uh, Cleaver was, I don't know, bitches about some shit. I don't know. I don't listen to Cleaver because he annoys me. Uh, but then Derek Shaw came out uh, angry. He's my from... personal physician. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a second uh so derek Shaw came out uh was really angry about what happened la- at last month's pal show uh got in cleaver's face and talked about he has a he's always jumping in from behind and refuses to be a man face him, you know like hey, a hi. man show and then and then nausea uh, hit him from behind think uh, should. should. and then they put the beat down on him and uh that doctor refused to help him which is i think it's malpractice i believe she loses his license hey. for that. He's
1: uh uni- he's a unique physician. He wants checked my tonsils through my rectum.
0: How'd hmm. that go?
1: Painful.
2: <laughs> it was weird. He used his foot. It was very strange. <laughs> yeah. But then we got we the uh the pre show.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got the pre show match. We had uh Frankie Dove and the debuting Stephen... The pro wrestler Brad Bradley, defeating death threat.
1: Oh, the young guys went over death threat, who are also young. Uh,
2: I love Stephen Bradley's gimmick. It was fantastic.
1: What's the gimmick he had Pro wrestler
2: he had he's like, but he's like. Like, if you play a WWE game and how, like, the the archetype it starts you with, that's what he looks like. He has, like, the FTR mustache, and he's, like, super barrel chest, and he looks like a fucking
0: 80s heel. It's great.
1: Ah, I like it. He's like a
0: creator wrestler that you just decide to put a mustache on and call it good. Dude, it's so great. What's his name? Steven Bradley.
1: Magnum SB. Got it. There it is. Uh, it, was
0: a, it, was, it was. It was. I would say it was, it was a good match. You know, again, developing the, getting the wrestlers the reps. You know, there were moments that you know, they, there was a misstep here and there, but they didn't panic. They didn't choke. You know, they just that's went good. with it.
1: That's what these matches along. are for. So that's good. Get yeah, good. Reps. So that
2: they didn't panic. They didn't choke, and they also didn't go right back to the same fucking spot. Oh. Yeah. Which tells you that the, the training they are getting is top fucking notch.
1: Yes, because that is my maybe my ultimate pet peeve. Jericho and Randy Orton Raw two thousand four.
2: <laughs> oh God. I the maybe the most all time don't go back to the spot.
1: First of all, how do you uh, airball how do you airball an RKO? <laughs> uh uh
2: drugs, sir, is how you do
1: that.
3: <laughs>
2: all right. Um the uh oh. the death the death threat Corey's off to smack down. Uh Death the Threat tried to do the old uh lost
1: it all of like twelve seconds.
2: Yeah, it checks out. Yeah, that's on brand. Uh Death Threat went for the old uh, the old classic, you know, spray the gimmick to the eyes. Uh one of the guys ducked on the face team, I can't remember who it was. Uh and they, they turned it around and got the roll up, got the lessel special for the win.
0: Uh, yes, yes sir.
1: I like it. I like it. Yeah, I missed the pre-show. So I like it. I like what I'm hearing.
2: And then we go to the main show. And we have the returning heroes uh, of Paffer Wrestling. C Four. Taking on the debuting The Academy, uh, the team of Nick Radford and Tom Allman. Not one of the original Almond Brothers. I did quit. Clarification.
1: You were able to. You were able to get that under.
2: <laughs> Sources close to me tell me he's not one of the original Almond Brothers.
1: I'm disappointed. <laughs>
0: one one thing I'm disappointed about this is uh, once we're gonna get some uh fan fiction, you know, erotic fan fiction, and I was already, I was yeah. pissed. Yeah. What grinds my I, gears is we didn't get that. And then,
1: I like the cut of that man's jib.
0: He was going to read to us about his jib, I think.
1: Right. And all it does. <laughs> <laughs> all right. uh,
2: I like I like the Academy here, and uh, I always, always am a fan of seeing C4. I mean, goddamn, they're so good.
3: C4? C4? Hold on, I
1: want to see something here. Hold on, talk more about the match while I look at something.
3: Um so it, it was a pretty good back and forth match. Um
2: uh, Cody I thought did a lot of the
0: the heat getting spots with the hot tags going to Guillermo, which I thought was a little interesting. Uh, it's it's one of those things, like they switch it every once in a while. Like it blows my mind seeing both of them when from the first time I saw them at defy and how like far along they've come to the like like Cody's been fantastic since day one, and Guillermo you know he came out to the with he had the long hair the cowboy hat, and then the old time uh what are the little nas song he came that was hit when he came out and it's just like, okay, I thought he was just gonna be a a, you know, he's just going to be there. He's going to be a good, you know, a good hand, might I say. But since seeing him then to now, I'm like, geez, you know, you're, you know, I'm surprised how, you know, great you still are.
1: Thank you. I I think I actually
2: prefer Guillermo getting the hot tag, even though he's like shorter than Cody. He's a, He's a little more built. And so there's a little more to his offense. I actually think it makes a little more sense for Cody to be in the uh, the Bobby Eaton kind of spot.
1: God damn it. I'm trying to find something that should be easier, but this website is a bitch and a half. What's Are you on Ask Jeeves?
0: Def-
1: uh, what's the name of that fucking Defy show we went to in 2019 or whatever it was?
0: Oh, um. We're doing the Riddle. Matt Riddle yeah. versus Matt Saito. Seid-
1: I'll Seidio. look it up for you.
0: Yeah,
2: that was 2018, by the way, guys. Just to point that
1: out. I found it. New Legacy. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so uh, we we've seen Nick Radford before. He was in the opening match of that Defy show uh, under his under his old gimmick of like a Portland portlandia like city guy with his coffee cup and vest and glasses and all that um he teamed up with kane jaden to take on carl randers and clark connors of the bullet club now yeah i knew i'd seen him
2: B- oh. bullet club i mean the the name sounded familiar i just couldn't place it
1: that's bothered me all week and then we started talking i'm like oh goddamn, wait. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um yeah this is good um uh it looked like C4 was about to get the win. Uh and then Radford hit Cody in the quarter, I believe, with a book. It was the it was the fanfic book. Yep, yep, yep. And then Cody Tom uh
1: handle, Cody couldn't handle what he read. <laughs> Passed out. I mean.
2: I don't think any of can really. Uh then Tom capitalized for the win. And the I, Academy I beats C four.
0: For I liked some it. reason. I did too. For some reason I thought it was a shoe. Uh, I was going like, see who hit someone with a shoe? But then I I noticed it was the book.
1: Yeah, I like the team of the Academy. I like C4. I'm kind of surprised they went over. But, you know, we don't see C4 too often. I wouldn't mind seeing the Academy a lot more. So maybe that's why they went over. Mm -hmm. You know, well, hell, he'll, son, you're going to be here next month. I better put you over. The old Randy Savage thought process.
2: And then, uh... (laughs) Hard sets, subject to change. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eugene's favorite, Amira. Uh, lost a couple of opponents. So you know what? Yeah. Fighting champion that Amira is. Just issued an open challenge. You know, is it going to take that shit? You're like, you know what? Bring out whoever the hell wants to come out. I'll beat him. And who, who answered, gentlemen?
1: Shawn Michaels. Uh, Close. Uh, Pirate Charlie Avell. Pirate. The love pirate. <laughs> He's sexy, and you know it.
0: He's a love pirate. Never gonna stop. Yeah. Charlie Avell with here. a new a new uh a new uh look.
1: A different well, you know what? It's a kind of a it's good. It's it's good to do something different, good to get a new gimmick out into you. Uh I don't mind the gimmick. I I kinda like it. Uh the whole match uh, Eerily reminded me of SummerSlam 92 with Bartell and Shawn Michaels, where no one would uh, agree to. They were both so good looking that Sherry made them both promise neither one would uh, punch each other in the face.
2: Uh, it was very, I, very, very, very anchor man. I, I loved it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know the rules. <laughs> no, no, nobody hits the face, of
1: course. Uh, I, I kind of, I'm interested to see where they go with, uh, with Avel. I liked it. Amira is a super freaking over.
3: Yeah. And also is. like really good for how new she is.
1: Yeah. She's got good real quick. Some do. Some got it. Must be nice. Now she works so often. Uh, sh- no one told me Charlotte Flair was going to be on this.
0: Uh-oh. Sorry, buddy.
1: She's going to talk to Australian Ms.
0: Sorry, Roddy.
2: Well, I mean, Charlotte came back, her because uh, there's a new champion in the women's division, so we can't we can't have that.
1: Oh, God forbid we can't have her right there, fucking in the middle.
2: Uh, but uh, Charlie, uh, Amira was getting the upper hand, and then Charlie uh decided to cheat and grab a chair and was gonna hit uh hit Amira when Drexel came out and wasn't having any of that shit. Uh, turned the tide. Amira hits a Samoan drop for the cover and the win.
1: Well, oh, but I mean, you have to remember, like, uh, all's fair in love and war, and 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 what do they say? You know, tensions run high when you're when you're in the heat of the battle, and the moment you know you're worried. And I'm, you know, probably thinking she probably was about to hit a chair on him, so he just decided ah. to do it first. It's actually defense. I,
2: I mean, he went and got the chair. So I don't, I don't know that I really believe that.
1: Uh, you know what? You well, we, do see we you don't. Your way you didn't, and I see things my way. Well, you
0: have to think, Booble. We were on the opposite side when that chair came into play. So who knows? We might not fully saw what really
2: happened. I mean, I'm pretty sure Mira was unconscious and he went and got a chair from
0: under the ring. I'm pretty sure I saw that vividly. <laughs> to, to the best of my recollection, she was the one with the chair in hand.
1: Hey, she if was, she woke up, if she woke up in less than 12 minutes. I don't call that unconscious. I mean, we'll talk about that later. <laughs>
2: uh, moving right along here. Now, the match, I believe, all three of us are looking forward to. Hell yeah. Uh, the, another debuting. Uh, the debuting Artemis Spencer taking on that no-good Sabar-loving rascal, Vinny Massaro.
1: got that backwards. You got Artemis Spencer debuted, former Defy world champion taking on former power pro wrestling world champion and a uh, role model to millions around the world for his sense of fair play morality. And uh, just overall nice guyness, uh Vinny Masaru. I, I like the
0: way Corey put it for, I like the way Corey put it. Cause it's true. Let's,
2: let's agree that I'm right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're thinking um, about that.
2: This uh, is a great example um, of when two veterans get in the ring, and it is just poetry emotion is what this was.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, no disrespect to anybody else on the card because everybody worked really hard and everybody was good. There, there was no bad performances on this card, but this was just a step above. Like, as soon as mm-hmm. the bell rang. You were just like, oh, okay, well, this is a step above everybody else. No slight to them. It's just these are two vets uh, who just are really good.
2: You know, Vinny routinely rolling out to get in with the fans. Uh, Artie just standing in the ring like, anytime, bro. Anytime you want to get in, we can do this. And then Vinny would get in and then roll back out again. It's so good.
1: I feel bad for Artemis Spencer. Somebody went on Twitter and put over his performance here. And he said, Yeah, I sold one t shirt at that show and I'm pretty sure they thought I was somebody else. <laughs> I was like, Oh uh, no. God damn it, Eugene. <laughs> we want him back. Don't do that. Uh good damn good match though. So good.
2: Uh it was nice to see Artemis Mitsur. I mean, I, I haven't seen him since the last five show I went to that he was at. So I mean it's been yeah. a few years since I've seen him.
1: So yeah, it's been it was nice to see him. Uh, of course, justice prevailed.
2: I, I mean, there was Dick Kick City. That was,
0: was, was clean. That was
1: clean. The natural order of things was upheld as as Vinny Massaro got the win by right. kicking
0: another
2: dude in the dick.
0: So what happened was, I think a fly flew in in between them, and he's like, "Hey, look out!" And Art- Artie was supposed to move out of the way, but he didn't. And he got closer, and that's what happened.
1: You guys are both incorrect. I can, under- see, I can see how you would understand this or think this, but you're wrong. What happened was that was a Greco-Roman um, palm of the foot to the abdomen. It was clean, totally clean, um, which resulted in a pin. It
3: was, it was... I smell shenanigans. Uh, it was a great match. I, I think it was everybody's
0: match of the night. Yes, it was mine. Yeah. But, uh,
2: looking through it, uh, yes.
0: There were a lot of contenders, but like there was a close seconds we will get to later. But yes, yeah, it was my match of the night. With like two vets, you know, just watching them. Like I know Artie kind of clipped Zen with his heel when he did the like dive <laughs> outside the uh, dive to the outside it, but um, you yeah. know. Our, you know, you, our our rule is uh, we ain't moving. So <laughs> she got clipped. Yeah, Five. I mean, we're calling no sell entertainment for a reason, folks. Yeah, but he like instantly turned around and he's like, "Are you, are you guys okay? Are you okay? I'm sorry, I'm sorry." He's like, "We're fine. They're fine."
1: Should have hit him with a working punch.
2: <laughs> or that Greco-Roman bullshit Corey just said.
1: It's was a Greco-Roman palm of the foot. It's a, it's a weird, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu thing, I understand. By way of Kearney in Ireland, I think. Uh, it's weird. But it's, it's so a, a straight to the abdomen. So you
2: also know maps?
1: I know tons of stuff. I am a man of supreme intelligence.
3: He is. Thanks. He is. Let's go to our next
2: match. It's a... I can't call it that. It's a six-man tag as we have super aces the team of jaden and flaming aces taking on the team of this jar right that's the that's the name versus group yeah
3: taking on dr cleaver
2: uh drake quan and jonas uh fuck jaden's over man my god
1: Jaden's over. I like that team of plucky underdog, babyface, face, uh, super aces. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all three of them together weigh almost as much as Dr. Cleaver. Happy. I mean, that's excellent. Um, <laughs> it was a good match. It, that one guy, that one guy, I can't remember his name. He was, he was okay. He was definitely the weak link of that team after Quan and Cleaver. He was okay. Um, i'll give
0: the I'll give the devil his due he was pretty good in that match, well, I
1: mean good enough to be the sixth best guy, yeah he was good
0: uh, I it was a, it, it was a fun match with
3: all all six of them. They all played their parts. yeah, part. it, was a, yeah. No, it was a lot of fun uh um, you're right
0: we will uh jaden's jade and the Aces are tr- all over,
1: yeah, the Flaming Aces over. were over too. But I'd be cool. I like, was, be... Go ahead. I was confused at one point because the dude that usually does the commentary, he, you know, that day he, he got in the ring <laughs> and it was him and one of the tag team guys. And I was getting kind of confused because there was a flaming ace and a flaming ace hole. And I couldn't <laughs> tell which one was which for a while, I, but it, it all got figured out. It was, it was a good one
3: Uh, towards
2: the end of the match, uh, as, uh, God, what the hell was he doing? Cleaver was doing something outside. I can't remember. And uh, Derek Shaw came out and, uh, you, you know, stopped whatever shenanigans was happening and they fought off to the back. They fought uh, off. God damn it. They fought off. Raw rolls on. And then uh, <laughs> that allowed for, oh, God damn it. There was, what was the DQ? It was a DQ finish.
0: It was because of what um, happened. Uh, Scott got low blowed, and then they put his leg in between. Oh, that's right. They filmed him. They piled him, yeah. That's I right. Mean, it was they... the first
2: example of a ref just standing by while seventy-five fucking people bug somebody. More on that well, later. Before
1: that, there was the random nut shot. Yeah, that caused the DQ. I right.
0: like but that no... finish. I like yeah. that finish.
1: Still Starcade '99.
2: It's uh. It continues the storyline between Jonas and the Flaming Aces specifically uh, with Cleaver and Drake Kwan involved now. Uh, so I suspect we'll probably get a Jonas and Drake Quan versus Aces tag team match. My guess pretty soon.
1: Yeah, that's probably my guess. Uh,
2: but yeah, nice little, nice little little six man tagger there. And that comes to our pre intermission main event. Uh,
1: this is where I got mad.
2: Yeah, the. Uh, uh- for the POW Pro Wrestling Chip, we have defending champion Funny Bone taking on challenger future and rightful champion Caden Cassidy, my boy.
1: Yeah, I was hoping for Caden to win. I, I'm a big Caden fan. But when it went on before intermission, I thought, oh, shit, that's definitely not losing. And then uh, when he came out with the pride flag, I was like, well, you definitely ain't losing now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was kind of tipped off that our man Caden would not be winning the title tonight, but that's all right. Uh, I mean, good match. It, it was a good match.
0: It's the world pie screw job is all this is.
1: <laughs> the world pie screw job. Well,
0: bad guy Funny Bone chucks a chair at the ref. I mean, to start the match,
1: he just Ricky he...
2: Vaughn a chair at that guy's face, and I'm pretty sure he killed that dude.
1: Well, he didn't even have to. He was asleep for 30 minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, you, to...
2: you know, King Najah tried all he could to get him awake. He tried yeah, everything I, he could everything. possibly do.
1: I will tell you what. I, I'm i not joking when I say that I watched enough of the match to know it was good. But I've seriously watched King Najah the entire fucking match. I could not stop watching the shit he was doing. He was hilarious. <laughs> he was funny as fuck. And I was like, this is my new favorite wrestler. I don't give a fuck.
2: He's so entertaining. It's so fun to fucking watch him.
1: When he on the outside, like halfway through the match, he had the towel in one hand and he was kind of in his pocket with the other. And some fan was fucking with him. And he pulled his hand like he was gonna punch him. And he had like the ether in his hand. He's like, oh crap. And he put it right back in his pants real quick. <laughs> and then went like he was gonna hit him again.
3: Uh so good.
0: You know, I thought it would be. It would have been funny because I know the ref got knocked out. It would have been funny if he stayed there for like intermission. The rest, too. The rest the of the night.
1: Like rest of the, the night. Rest just... of the night. That would have yes. been
0: fucking great commitment to the bit.
1: Oh my gosh! lay down, just, get get laid, out, really just laid on the table. Yeah. Uh, even when there's a, even when there's a tag match going on and somebody's in that corner <laughs> and you're just <laughs> laying there dead. Yes, that would be awesome.
2: Uh, But this was a submit or surrender match. And so Funny Bone had Drexel in his corner. Caden had King Nash, as we said. Uh, and as the end of the match got going, uh, everybody kind of got involved in the ring. And then some chicanery, screw job finish happened. And the ref, the second ref that came out thought that King Nash threw in the towel, which I don't even understand how that would happen because Caden Cassidy would never give up. So I don't, I don't get that.
1: Well, I thought what happened was that Owen and Bulldog were running around the ring and uh, Bulldog tripped and got knocked unconscious and then Owen convinced uh, his mom to throw in the towel. Thus, oh, wait, that was the other time. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so what happened? Bull- Bulldog
0: was just yelling, I'm bizarre as he's running around the ringside. I'm
1: bizarre! He wasn't even there. It was Owen. This was good, though. And I liked the ending. I thought the ending did well. I think Nausea came in said like, he was gonna like use the and then just he kept it in front of him perfectly like <laughs> to, like you knew the guy was just gonna put it in his face but at the same time it wasn't so telegraphed that it was terrible um good job all the way around good job it, it was
0: it was fun with king naja being like after the match and the ring bells he like lays down on the mat for a couple of seconds like I'm i'm dead i got knocked out i don't know what yeah. happened Um, He didn't want to
1: know that uh, he accidentally let go of that towel.
0: And then, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he, uh, after the match, he got like a waiter's uh, vest type thing and started taking people's stuff from the front row back to the pizza area. (laughs)
1: Like, just trying not to
0: get it anyway. Like, I'm
1: staying out of it. (laughs) Yep. It was so (laughs) awesome. That was
2: good. Uh, But yeah, Funny Bone retains. Uh,. Yeah, so he is he is still Power Wrestling Champion. So we have to stretch our legs a little bit, and then after intermission, uh yet another Power Wrestling debut, Not of debuts here. Uh as the debuting the fan favorite, the somebody I'm looking forward to seeing for five years now. Uh Nicole Matthews. Taking on the self-proclaimed gatekeeper, the fallen flower, Kikio,
1: yeah, this is the other match I was looking forward to a lot, and it didn't disappoint. I enjoyed it I, I like yeah. you. I've been waiting a long time to see Nicole Matthews live again. Mm-hmm. Um, Kikio is is one of my favorites, she's improved a lot the first time I ever saw. her. Um, this was good. the power bomb the the sunset flip power bomb off the rope. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Did I imagine that? Looked that? Brutal. No. <laughs> no, that happened. That happened. All right. It looked brutal. That was pretty badass. <laughs> that was badass. Uh this was what I was
2: considering for match of the night before, like okay. besides Vinny and, and Artemis.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed this a great deal. I thought they both looked good. I thought um, Nicole won. Which leads yeah. me to believe she'll be back. Hopefully. Uh,
2: I can only hope. Uh, I hope both. I hope both. You know? and, uh, I like the idea of Kikio being the gatekeeper for this area. Uh, you know, kind of having to go through Kikio if you want to go on to bigger and better. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, But Nicole Matthews is a few steps above everybody else we've seen so far in Pal.
1: Yeah, she's really good.
2: Uh, I think the, the way her. she kicks so hard, like her, all of her striking offense is so stiff and such a great, like pro wrestling way, not like a jackass fucking death match way, but in a, a great pro wrestling way, uh, it's so, she's so fucking good. And she's a lot bigger, like than I think people realize that she is because she's strong as fuck too.
1: Yeah, that was good. I this was this this lived up to the hype I had for it. The self-induced mm-hmm. hype. Uh, and it, it lived up to it. So
2: I I hope she comes back and we get a whole bunch more of Nicole Matthews.
1: How about you, Joe? The people that you uh, were with, were they enjoying the show? Oh yeah. We um I had
0: Yep, I had um my brother, my niece, one of my brothers' friends. I had...
1: Oh, no, it's Charlotte.
0: I had two friends also come, and then one of the producer's friends show up, and I think the producer's friend has some wrestling experience, but this is, like, long ago. Like, you know, she stopped, and within the first match, she was hooked back in, and she was cheering you know clapping she she had a they all had a lot of fun and her uh the producer's friends sent a text after the show was like let me know when the next show is because i want she wanted to bring her uh husband and nice. like she wants to go to the next show and all that jazz but they everybody had a great time
1: nice again well this was a good show to take somebody to because uh it was high action throughout the night. Now, continue next. Look mm-hmm. that our... I'm like fucking Gorilla Monsoon. Please stop. We have to go to the next match, Jess, as they were proverbially <laughs> hanging from the rafters.
2: <laughs> well, there were certain people hanging from said rafters. Uh, your semi made event as the Wrestling with Regret YouTube 2 champion, Zicky Dice, defends against his. Kidnapper?
1: Take it. I hold on, hold on. I just have to stop real quick. This is a serious question. Is Charlotte Flair okay? Does anybody know? Yes. Are you okay? Uh, yes. She looks. I mean, she looks weird. She looks. She looks like Cher. Like she looks. I don't know, man. It's just weird. It caught me off guard. She came out, and I was like, uh, "What is happening?" It's Charlotte Flair. Anyway.
2: All right. Well, I mean, she she can't look like Cher because she's not totally devoid
1: of talent like Cher is. I mean, if I don't know, if I had to compare, <laughs> if I had to compare auto tuning to a wrestling performance. It might, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, she's not that bad. <laughs> anyway,
0: she's trying uh, turn back time.
1: A whole gaggle of vacants came to the ring. Now. Now, hold on. Now, there now, there's only one vacant uh,
2: who kept going into the ring and kept losing and gaining a bunch of weight all of a sudden and had yeah, never this, shoes
1: on. This ref needs glasses. Um, <laughs> that's all I can say.
2: This ref, I need an eye transplant. I don't... I mean, uh and then, the and ref ref, and said, Will you stop me? And then at one point... Three vacants were in the ring in front of him, beating the shit out of Zicky Dice, and he was just like, "I don't see nothing wrong."
1: Maybe he thought that vacant, in fact, split into threes right there in the ring, and therefore he couldn't be disqualified because it was technically the same guy split into thirds. That uh, I mean, that checks out. I can't debunk that science. It, it's possible. I, I wish it would happen to me. I mean, I could probably be split into sevens. It's the only
2: explanation that I will allow to be OK, because otherwise we just watched a mugging for no
0: goddamn reason.
1: It was like the end of Nitro 97. It, it,
0: that was fun because one one of the uh, vacants that was underneath the ring was like the, the producer or a friend noticed them, noticed and was like, hey, there's someone in the ring. And then they kept sticking their hand out at, at them. And they're like, get away <laughs> like, like, like the friend started like kicking, like, no, 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 no,
1: no, no. But they kept like, vacant f- just, just wants to be friends.
0: Just kept uh, reaching the hand out and like trying to grab, them, and then like, st- like barely stick their head out and then hide back under. So,
2: so vacant was like the clown in the uh, fucking drainage ditch. In it, yep, yep.
0: <laughs> and I think that's how they saw it too in their minds. <laughs>
2: Uh, But wouldn't you know it, Zicky Dice overcomes all odds and prevails by beating the shit out of all three Vacants in the end to retain his wrestling with a great YouTube Championship.
1: Yeah, Vacant, apparently completely ineffectual. Three of them couldn't beat up Zicky Dice. Well, I mean,
2: Vacant doesn't ever wrestle. Vacant is just awarded titles. He does
1: have a point he's he's he can play the political game he's like hollywood hogan he's that good he
0: had he had a ton of tiles in two thousand because of w c w so
1: oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. vacant
2: is like a fifty eight million time champion so So kind of like roller
1: in the u s w a
2: hey i mean but, vacant won two a e w titles in the span of four minutes last week last year on a e w so that's true pretty great right. pretty great there. He somehow won a singles title and a trios title at the same time. It was weird.
1: That's why there were three (laughs) of them.
2: Those trios champions.
1: (laughs) They should introduce them as former AEW trios champion. Make it. That'd be awesome.
2: (laughs) But on to our main event. The finals for the inaugural PAL Pro Wrestling
1: Tag Team
2: Champions.
1: Ooh, those are pretty belts, uh, by the way.
2: They are pretty belts. Uh, all of Pal's belts are wonderful. My God,
1: they're good designs. Uh,
2: 'cause they're uh, they are flashy but not garish.
3: Yeah, that's a good. That walks a fine line.
2: Yeah. Because you taking want him of- to stand out. You don't want to just be like a boring, like every belt looks the same with WWE looking at you. So, um,
3: so like, tell us good. about the turn of events, Mike. Yep. Well, uh, for the finals, it was after they had defeated all
2: the other teams. The Hammer Bros taking on those damn Blanchards. But, uh... Go on. So the Hammeros come out. You know, crowd favorites. Everybody loves them. Everybody knows it. You know, number one Steven was Like, we get that. Uh... And the Blanchards come out. And, uh... Jeremy Blanchard. Coward. A hero. Uh, is a not, hero. Is on crutches. Is what on a crutches. hero. For some reason, he's on crutches. Now, he gave some cockamamie, horseshit excuse. I'll let you guys go over it, because it was... I threw up. I, I got right. sick.
1: <laughs> so no, no. Here's here's the deal. Unless Joe, do you want to go? No, you 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 can so, say it perfectly. Here's the deal, okay? So first of all, I happen to know exactly what happened because I was around the area, just civic, doing my civic <laughs> Oh, that in, actually makes ladies, sense now. Helping yeah. old ladies across the street, you know, selling Girl face. Scout cookies on my own free time to Stolen help them from the Girl Scouts. Scout and what happened Bucket is I money. saw the hammer. I saw the hammer bros around. And they were drilling giant potholes into the street for no fucking reason. Don't know why. And then some school bus comes by, and you know they swerved to miss the pothole, but couldn't all the way, and it kind of jackknifed in, the and then it sparked a fire. There was a flaming wreckage. Uh, one of the ladies that I was helping, uh, she fell down when I pushed her. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, I saw Jeremy Blanchard run from out of nowhere, literally to jump onto that uh, bus and save innocent children's lives. He did it the right way. The first ones, whoever flashed money, got out first. And then eventually, a got the re- eventually got the rest of those deadbeats, the ones who didn't have any money. He <laughs> got them out at the end. But as he was helping the last one out, he missed the bottom rung of the bus because, well, the kid the kid was goofy and clumsy. and He caused him to fall. It's the kid's fault, really. And, and he sprained his leg. It was it was a mal, it was a fracture of the occipital, occipital protuberance. It was terrible. Uh, he uh, it, you're lucky he was even able to use a crutch to get down to the ringside and tell the story. Uh, but uh, but the moral of the story is uh, both me and Jeremy Blanchard are obviously huge Jerry Lawler fans.
0: <laughs> heroes. Just heroes. Uh You're he- Corey, you both are heroes in my book.
1: There you go. There you go. Well,
2: the thing is, Corey, Joe can't read. It's a terrible book.
0: It's uh, a pop up. It's a pop-up. But
2: yeah, it is. When Corey's involved. Yeah. <laughs> but uh so what happens is uh somehow uh Boo La La uh the
1: guy, dan- the guy who can't oh. dance says pocket sand. What? How, how dare you? First of all, i I want to give a shout out to Ulala wearing the world famous nudie suit for those who know they know wearing his gr- his great gold nudie suit to treasure all of us with and a beautiful purple under shirt and I mean, it was it was a tremendous look uh, almost almost blinding you from the from the uh, from the sorrow and the and the despair when Jeremy Blanchard is telling you of this injury um, all, all so I know is
2: Boo la la looked like fucking James Worthy, all that purple and gold on. Like, what are we doing here?
1: Just give him a ball. He'll slam dunk.
2: But uh he apparently invokes the freeboard rule, which doesn't make sense since they're not we're not in Texas. But uh old uh old nice guy, old little Caesars himself, Vinny Massaro, takes the place of Jeremy Blanchard, and now it's uh-huh. Vinny Massaro and Bubba Blanchard. Taking on the Hammer Bros for the well, first all tag team champions.
1: First of all, it's you know Jeremy and Bubba. Yes, they're the regular tag team, Bam Bam, and and P.S. Bubba P.S. Blanchard, purely sexy. Uh, yes, that's true. And every once in a while, you know they they still they may not be from from Bad Street, but they do live on the last house on the left in in Blanchard Country. So it's it's kind of the same. And every once in a while, their good friend. Vinnie Jack Massaro uh comes in and helps out. It's the Freebirds. totally the Freebirds. I, I see it. I see it.
2: Uh bullshit. First of all, just bullshit. That's all I'm saying. If
1: if if that little diatribe, <laughs> if that just helps get Bubba over as purely sexy, uh, that's all I can get. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba PS Blanchard. I'm pretty sure Blanchard
2: Country is next to Goshen. That's all I'm
1: saying. Oh, hey, wow! You're just rude for
0: you. You're, you're just you're a mean person, Ron Burgundy.
1: I'd, I'd rather you're live in Wallyville. That's you cheer, all I'm saying. You cheer for that dumpster fire of a tag team, Hammer Brothers.
2: First of all, hammer me, Daddy Ass.
1: <laughs> I don't see that getting over, but uh, we'll see. Fine, hammer me, bro. <laughs> hammer me, bro. <laughs> That's better. That's that works. There it is. Hammer me, bro. Uh,
2: I mean, what else can you say? Like the Hammer Brothers are crazy motherfucking over it. Including some dude brought a hammer, which was frightening to us.
1: Oh yeah, no, they're they are over as fuck. We
2: thought he was gonna throw that hammer and hit somebody. We were scared of shitless.
1: Uh, I'm telling you, the and, Blanchards. The Blanchards need to get their third their their lesser known brother Jimmy Jack Blanchard. They need to bring him
2: to help. What well, we did what I forgot to ask Joe was how did the producer's friend, who it was her very first time at a wrestling show, how did she react to Bubba Blanchard? Because that's always what I want to know.
1: Yeah, that's the litmus test.
0: Uh jaw dropped. <laughs> well he first first off Bubba was glowing.
1: Yeah, Bubba's been on the. Yeah, I, I. I'm guessing he went to Pensacola, maybe the Redneck Riviera. Uh, I don't know. He went somewhere and got himself bronzed, buddy. He 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 was Hogan 89 levels.
2: Oh, he w- Bubba Blanchard could have won that title in '97. Yeah,
1: yeah, he showed was- up and and Hogan volunteered to do the job.
0: But no, uh, her jaw dropped and was like, what, what is going on? In that's my favorite good thing way. to
2: do is to find people in the crowd who clearly aren't wrestling like experts or, or, or uh, are yeah. familiar with wrestling. And just watching them react to whatever Bubba is doing. It is so much fun
1: to watch. Hell yes.
0: And it helped too that he was screaming in front of her as he walked by, at <laughs> certain points. <laughs> now to soothe him.
1: But I'd, I'd be remiss, guys, if uh, again, as Grilla would say, towards the end of the match, we almost had a miscarriage of justice.
3: I uh, believe how, so. How do you figure? How do you
2: figure this?
1: Because n- he was doing nothing wrong, completely completely innocent, walking around the ring, making sure justice was being upheld and everybody was right down the middle. And all of a sudden, Mr. la assaulted. Assaulted for no reason. What uh, <laughs> are you talking about? I, I'm You're pretty that sure that he was... He
2: just he passed out because he was on the sauce. That's what I saw. That's a, that's a, that's a
1: daring and accusation. I,
2: I saw Sledge go over there just to make sure he was okay. You know, he's, he was worried about him, his fellow man. He just tried he tried to help him up. That's that's all I saw. He was – ooh, la la no. was out of it. That's all I saw. What happened he was like, – He was like Jake the Snake Roberts.
0: What happened – th- what I thought I saw was ooh, la, la walking, and he noticed the ring guy he, – he, he, he noticed the ring guy going to ring the bell and tried to stop him.
1: Yeah, he, 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 the, he was he, – it's hard. I guarantee it's hard in in his French accent every once in a while. What he was saying was, "There will be no Montreal here, good sir."
0: <laughs> and then he went, but it, he was too late. He then he grabbed the bell he grabbed it the hammer from the guy's hand. Get it? It's a hammer inside job here. And then yeah. he's like, "No, sir." And then when everybody turned around, they noticed that Oolala had the hammer in his hand. Then they accused him of, you know,
1: doing uh, the jail, well, you
0: know, but no, he, he was innocent.
1: Sometimes when you're the innocent bystander doing the right thing, it doesn't pay.
0: It does not pay at
2: all. Uh, all but, I'll say it was, uh, we all got hammered, bro. That's all I'm saying.
1: But, and you know what? Honorable, heroic Jeremy Blanchard at ringside, making sure everything was on the up and up as well. He deserves yep. at least two medals and a key to the city.
2: He's a hero. Oh. Uh, we we could offer him stale steel reserve beer
3: and stale Cheetos. I mean,
1: I mean, if nothing else, we'll take it. But
3: yeah, but uh, Mr. Bubel, <laughs> what happened at
0: the end of the match? You know what uh, happened? Some, some old bullshit, and uh, uh your, somehow your, your buddy, your buddy, your buddy, restart. You know?
2: Uh, not first of all. Not my buddy. Because no, where 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 was Commissioner when the World Pie job happened not an hour ago? First of all. Where was all that shenanigans then? But all, old Tracksuit himself He was filling felt, his felt i'll Old Tracksuit stood up and said uh they're not like this. Here he restarts the match. And wouldn't wouldn't you know it? Some other some underhandedness happens. I'm pretty sure Jeremy stabbed Jack for the something, and it,
1: uh, even though the Hammers cheated like hell, the Blanchards still managed to win. I mean, they overcame.
2: I, I don't know if that's what happened, but in the end, the Blanchard bro and Vinny Massaro—they're not the brothers—had uh, their hand raised in victory as the new Power Wrestling Tag Team Champions. But it's it was a
1: short-lived
2: victory. Left short-lived victory. Yeah,
1: I have to agree. I have to admit, I'm a little bummed about it, but I do believe this is going to be a short-lived victory.
2: As, uh, after the match, it was informed to them that they, they will be <laughs> defending those titles next week at Baseball.
1: In a rematch. In a rematch. I'm expecting a uh, a Eugene Emerald screw job of Mammoth Proportions.
3: Well, but overall... But yeah, that was Let It
0: Rain. What a fucking great show.
1: Hey, Joe, why don't you TM off about what next month has to offer?
0: Well, next month, we got Pick Best Your week. Poison. Oh, no, hang on. Obviously. Well, for next month, I July see. 22nd, is Pick Your Poison, as it will be uh, Vinnie Massaro taking on... Funny bone. However,
3: that they,
0: ha- they
1: have to work double. Did they that say night. that, or is that for the next month? I wasn't clear on that.
0: I think it's for next month. I think they're gonna have to work double in that match. Maybe as as it will be. Uh, you know, uh,
3: what is it's Corey's favorite match? Corey, a what's your f- street fight? No. Oh, the no
1: DQ.
0: Well, pick they, there it is. As they, they might get that, that uh, glove the infamous glove.
3: As well, Vin-
1: uh, the poison was, you have to pick the opponent, yeah. So it's like, yeah, uh, he'll be taking on Vinny's gotta take on fucking big ugly. And the so big that, might just, that, so the that might
0: just be so that that might just be next uh, month then, yeah. So I don't need I don't know if they're working double or not, but it'd be uh, Vinny taking on big ugly. And Funny Bone taking on Drexel. Stick,
1: the big ugly stick is legal. Yep. And then, yeah, then Funny Bone against Drexel, no DQ, anything goes. They'll beat the shit out of each other. But yep. And either that... later that night or on the next show, we'll figure out. Um, yep. The winner, total, whoever wins in the least amount of time, gets to pick the step for the eventual Vinny, Funny Bone, Howe title match.
2: And if I remember correctly, in the Drexel Funnyball match, there is a special referee.
1: Oh, that's right.
2: That would be one Mr. Ooh-la-la. And per Commissioner Brian Zane, if there's any ooh-la-la shenanigans, which guaranteed guarantee there won't be because it's ooh-la-la. That's
4: that
0: that baseball. He is. Baseball. He is removed.
1: Was that the tag title match?
0: Yes, that's that baseball, folks.
1: Yeah, that's the tag title match, buddy.
0: Yeah, so uh, get your tickets now for... It uh, yeah, does like 19 your, matches at once. Yeah, Do, uh, get your tickets now watch. for Pick Your Poison at powprowrestling.eventbrite.com or download the Eventbrite app and look up Pow Pro Wrestling. Get your tickets now for next month's show, July 22nd at World Pies. However, get your tickets right now for Base Brawl at milb.com slash... Eugene Emeralds, get your tickets now. We have the match card here for you. As what you should expect at Base Brawl. Again, get your tickets now. We're going to have Rebel Kel taking on Murphy Madsen.
1: That 90s person. All right, cool, yep. cool, cool, cool.
0: Flaming Aces taking on Death Threat.
1: a good tag match.
0: Marcus Eric's taking on Doctor Cleaver. Marcus Eric's funny bones friend that was at the show that uh, tagged in for Drexel uh, because a pirate came out and uh, took him to the back.
3: Hello, pirate. A yeah, six a six
0: person scramble. Jaden versus Chris Brady versus Sonico versus Charlie Avail versus Caden Cassidy.
3: Versus Drexel.
1: That'll be fun.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. A, be a, that's fun a crazy match. match.
1: That's a fun match.
3: How?
2: Please. My question is, how far is Caden going to throw Chris Brady?
0: Into the oh, dugout. 45.
1: Yeah, into the dugout at least.
0: Or over the fence, so we can say it's a grand slam.
1: Yeah.
0: And then the main event for the POW Tag Team Championships, the Blanchards. Taking on the Hammer Brothers with special guest referee Mr. Ulala. And this is when the stipulation is that if there's any hmm. chicanery, which there won't be, by Mr. Ulala. If there is, he will be banned from Pow Pro Wrestling forever.
1: I don't like it. I don't like uh, it.
0: Nope. Don't like that this one is, bit.
1: This is gonna this is gonna this is bad. This is gonna guarantee some uh, shenanigans and some chicanery. They're going to handcuff Mr. Ulala's hands as it were, and he's going to have to inadvertently count the pinfall when the unjust team of the Hammer Brothers are going to inevitably shift the power of justice to the weak side. Uh, You know what? You know what? If Ulala wants
2: to have some chicanery and guarantee a, a Blanchard Brothers win... I would take that if it got him the fuck out of pal.
1: No, but wow. see, I thought that, that would be unfair. They would be left with nothing but full fucking pimp tracksuit brand Zane. Uh, I his mean, brand of justice, where only if it benefits him and his favorites.
0: I mean, I just see it as as fair a balance. <sighs> no, uh, no, Terrible. but but you can get your tickets now. At react. Uh, m i l b dot com slash Eugene Emeralds or go to power Pro Wrestling's Twitter account. There is a QR code and there's a number of $7 tickets. So scan the QR code and it'll get you to the game and the wrestling event.
3: Hell of, yeah. Hell of a night, Yeah.
0: Limited quantity for those. So get them quickly. Get them now, you know. Um, again, get your, uh, Go to that, go to Powell's, uh, Powell's Twitter account, f- scan the QR code, get your tickets for Baseball, then go to powprowrestling.eventbrite.com or the Eventbrite app and get Powell tickets for Pick Your Poison for next month's July 22nd show. You don't want to miss out on these shows. These are fun, fantastic shows. I've taken around 10 people to these shows, and they have a fun time. And They don't really watch wrestling. Um, my, my niece, every match goes, can the ref get knocked out? Because she just wants, I think she is a secret, like deathmatch wrestler fan, even though she's never seen one, she wants to watch it. So every match it's, Hey, can they, uh, can the ref get knocked out? And when the ref got knocked out for the Caden funny bone match, she was so excited
1: Oh, she would have loved w c w ninety nine
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's a fun time. you know if you were a wrestling fan and you 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 fell out of love, go to this go to these shows you you fall back into it. If not, just
1: follow Pow. It doesn't break the bank and it's a it's just a damn fun night of entertainment locally. Um, you're gonna have a good time. you're gonna feel included
3: yeah so get your tickets now
1: so well we we marked out our no soul for baseball, but uh is there something else we need to mark out or no soul for joseph l uh Russell? uh
0: I believe so, and that would be uh forbidden door, but we'll get to that in one second oh well, fuck what me did then. you I, what did you guys think of collision? Since Pal went up against it, this
1: past
0: week, uh, I watched it the next day. I recorded yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I, I I watched it too. I watched it the next day. Uh, it was, it was a good show. It nothing like Earth Shatteringly really spectacular. Um, just a good show. I liked it. I, well, it's gonna take more than one week, but I'm gonna say if 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 it's gonna be formatted like it was this week, and the people And I'm not just talking wrestlers. But it was formatted different ways. Like, there weren't a lot of backstage interviews and all that. It was just. I prefer this to dynamite, I think. But I'll need more than one week.
2: It it felt to me like a bigger budget ring of honor. A little bit, yeah. Right? Because, like. It was really heavily focused on in-ring action, not so much like backstage promos and vignettes and skits and stuff. Um, And the commentary team, first and foremost, is fucking phenomenal.
1: Yeah, like that's. I was like, "Damn, Kelly! They were they were great in Ring of Honor." Oh, in fact, let's talk about that real quick since you brought it up. Jr. had to had to uh, like tweet that he's taking time away to heal before he comes back. I didn't, and I'm no JR apologist, but I didn't think he was that bad in the main event.
0: I don't think he was either, but.
1: I mean, I know he sounded a little hoarse at times.
0: The dude just fell again, and. I mean, my guy and all that, you know. Just stay gone.
1: At this point, he probably needs to, but, like, I didn't think he was bad. Although, I think it would have been better if it had just been Kelly and McGinnis on the main event. Yep. But Kelly and I, McGinnis are just so good. And yeah. It's about, they've got the two best announced teams in wrestling, and neither one of them are on Dynamite. Because they yeah. still have Riccoboni and Coleman doing Ring of Honor.
3: That's
0: true. They have the top, you can say top three, um, you know, for the States.
1: Yeah, because I still prefer, I mean, I know certain people don't like Excalibur, but I'll take him, Taz, him and Taz over anything he's given us.
0: Yeah.
2: So, Uh I don't mind Excalibur in a two-man booth. Like, I think when you have Shivani with him, that's not how Shivani should be used as the third person. He either needs to be lead play-by-play or interview guy. Yeah. And so, like, when you have to force Shivani into those, I think that's where it takes away. But I like the back-and-forth of Excalibur
0: and Taz. If you like that, you should go back and uh, go find some dark episodes.
2: They're <laughs> hilarious. It's, oh, I've heard, oh, I mean, I've heard all of that. It's phenomenal. <laughs> um, Excalibur just does the thing that I hate, oh, that all announcers do, so it's not against him. It's just like, uh, he yo know, he screams the top of his lung every single move being done, or when somebody debuts, he has 45 pages of their accomplishments he's reading off instead of just pretending to be shocked he didn't know they were showing up.
3: Yeah.
2: But that's a that's a wrestling thing, not a not a Excalibur thing. So
1: mm-hmm. But yeah, they they got the commentary down, Pat. That's no problem yeah. there. Uh
2: I mean uh, who uh that I mean, for all its purposes it's his show. That has to be a punk
1: call, right? Maybe. What I I'm I want further clarification. Uh now both Kevin Kelly and Tony Khan have said that's the weekly team. But Kevin Kelly is still New Japan's announcer, and there's a month-long G1 starting next middle of next month.
0: I think I think it's going to be it's going to be Kevin Kelly every week, besides when it's G1 stuff. I think uh, I assume Excalibur will probably tag in for those. But,
2: so my question, Corey, is is G1 when he's calling it, is it live for him or is he recording a dubbed?
1: uh now now that it's now that the pandemic is over he's in japan for the whole month
2: he is in japan so
1: be, yeah, yeah. He, he's at ringside interesting yeah that's the first thing and i so thought my, of was like
2: so then my guess is probably after this g1 he's probably done with japan then
1: i wouldn't be surprised like i mean he's but in his 50s
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i know he's got like a teenage kid and I i wouldn't like He's been phenomenal for New Japan, but I wouldn't doubt that he's probably looking for stability stateside, and this is it. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, he kind of shifted to this full-time. Because you know what? Eventually, Tony's going to leave and is going to leave, and yeah. Ian's got 85 things he's doing in his life uh, <laughs> professionally. So Kevin Kelly's primed to be the play-by-play guy there if he just plays, you know, just waits in line. bides his time.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Corey, what did you think of the intro music of uh, Elton John's Saturday Night?
1: Well, I do love me some Saturday Nights I'll fighting by Elton John. I thought it was awesome. I was like, yes, now this is cool. Um, Did you see somebody on Twitter went and used uh, and redid it with the old Saturday Night's main event theme from WWE? i did not that was pretty cool but i uh, know this was good i like the music i like the opening i like the color scheme uh it just i like it's a different set i know it's still a wall of video but it's a different set um so you know i liked all that uh let's get to punk at this point i don't know what else to say uh what did you guys think of that promo I thought it was a
2: good punk promo. I mean he, he he has done and can do better, but uh I'm of two minds about it. Either he either they have agreed in principle somewhat to have some sort of interaction or something. And so he's saving a lot of the stuff for when they actually have a program. Or he was essentially told, I mean, you can reference it, but like you're not gonna just you know, shit on, like, because whatever you think, like, they are still management, so you can't just go on TV and shit on management. Like, you just can't do that. Yeah. So what He was either told you can't just fucking shit on them, like, by name, or they have a working agreement. He was referencing it to get the reactions he knew he would get to set up a program later.
1: I love the counterfeit Buck's line, which was approved by management. Yeah, um,
2: which... Why it leads me to believe they have at least some sort of like imp- like not impasse, uh, ceasefire, I guess is the way to put it.
1: Yeah. So the way I look at it, first of all, he how did he look when he came back? CM Punk does nothing by mistake, guys. You, you, yeah. Mike, you should know that by now. Mm-hmm. He's got the look he had when he turned heel in 2012, with the shaved head. Yep nothing by him is done by accident so uh, well
2: you said a couple of weeks ago that like you hoped he was like the jesus punk and this is the first step of that
1: yep
2: right it's this so, like and even just that like that how i when i changed my twitter bio to it's a direct quote he had like that kind of quote yeah is that kind of character it's like i am bigger than all it's like the mgf thing is you know i'm better than you and you know it i mean he got that from punk essentially right yeah, yeah. Like, that's punk being like, motherfuckers, the savior is here again, and I'm here to save you all. Well, that's essentially what I think he's going to be leading to.
1: I like the homage to Roddy Piper with the uh, tiger on the shirt. Uh,
2: that's so I didn't a, pick up on it. that. The, the what? Yep.
1: Uh, the, Man, the shirt Corey, you wearing, went out. What was that? Oh, he has the, uh, the Piper the shirt. Old, yeah. The old Piper shirt with the, uh, the tiger? Is it a what is it? A cougar? Well,
2: here's I didn't the pick up on
0: punks, that. Punks. Punks yeah. is his dog. But uh.
1: But it's an homage to the old Piper shirt. uh That's go cool. and walk Go look at a Panther Piper shirt. It's a- pa- Panther, yeah, the Panther from like 1984 WWE, and you'll see that shirt. Um. Uh, the, Bret Hart, that right in, the Bret Hart and the Bret Hart influenced pants, the tights.
2: Uh, and I I said it when he Ferry, because that was is what he wore when he wrestled Darby. I like him in the long pants. I think it makes sense for where he's at yeah. physically in his career.
1: I think it's a better look for him now. I I think the promo was good but not great. But oh, I think that oh. was, that, think that was that on pi- purpose too.
2: I saw the Piper shirt. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yep. Yep. So one he, thing, I... MJF? MJF wasn't the only one wore Piper.
0: <laughs> one thing I I noticed is that I know you I know AEW wanted to put Punk out first, just you know get it out of the way. But once Punk came out the second time, that pop wasn't as big as that uh the first yeah, one was.
1: That's true, but in this case you had to because it's a brand yeah. new first ever episode, Saturday night at eight Eastern. You want him out there to get people in to start. It's yeah. inevitably gonna fall off, but you need that hot beginning rating, yeah, um I liked uh so I liked it was a good promo, not great promo, but I think that was also done on purpose by him um, He's spoken enough riddles to make you wonder what's really happening, but i I'll be honest, I'm sorry, I can't make this any plainer to people like and I don't know anything, certainly that you know nobody else knows, I'm no one important but they are definitely working together at some point. I cannot stress this enough. This, said, look at everything. I mean, I would continued, hope so. the continued little remarks. The the it's clear as day that, were you, that this is happening. It's, you it's even sent
0: event. the you even sent the text out before even collision started, and you're like, "Hey, isn't it pretty funny that Dynamite had a six man tag, and uh, yeah, then the, leading event. up to the collision six man tag main event."
1: Yeah, no, this this is happening. All right. So this it's the way it is. Uh did you see the the thing about Kenny and Punk? About how Punk even admitted I got no problem with Kenny Omega and we had a real quick opportunity to talk after the thing, but it, it was just a couple seconds. Like he's not really yeah. an issue. It's never been a thing.
2: Yeah, and like I think I mean I for sure, uh I think you guys have echoed it. I've said that for the good it, it was never Omega that was the problem. Yeah. Nope, uh, and also, because uh, those two specifically realize that um, there is a Money. giant, there's a giant check at the end of that match, so it's not
1: fuck that up. Yeah. Let's talk about and then the main event. So I really liked the six man tag main event. I think it did a lot. First of all, the pop. I mean, I know it was because it was United Center in Chicago. They're a passionate wrestling base, but the pop when Punk and Joe tagged in yeah that was fucking awesome
3: because
1: uh
2: it's two indie darlings right it's like when uh punk it's when punk and daniel bryan faced off for the first time in wwe years ago it was that same kind of reaction
1: only with this one for those same fans who were in chicago for the ring of honor matches these two had an epic feud for the title and Mm -hmm. it's been 19 years And this is the first time they were able to get in the ring since then. That's badass.
2: How crazy is that, by the way, that Samoa Joe trained with John Cena and had an epic fucking all-time feud with CM Punk, and that was almost 20 years ago for both of them.
1: Right? Uh, And that guy did not take it easy. So the fact that he's still holding (laughs) up at his age is ridiculous. But it's working. And I think yeah. uh, I like CMFTR. I think that's a good trios team. Yeah. Uh, Joe looks a good killer. And you know what? Juice and Jay fit right in in the main event scene. I thought they both acquitted themselves very well. Uh, so, especially Juice, cool. who, let's face it, Juice isn't. He was the sixth guy in this match. Let's be honest.
0: He was the one taking the pin.
1: Uh, but uh, <laughs> but he looked but he looked good. And he fit.
0: Uh, he definitely fit. I think Corey will get this.
1: Uh
2: I I know it's a joke from Cornette. I actually like the tag team name Jen and Juice. I think it's a great tag team name. See,
1: it would work. Uh, I think it would work. And I think uh, them and FTR are going to be a damn good feud.
3: And now that I have
2: uh, gotten to see a little bit of more of Juice Robinson than just Japan stuff. Yeah. I think I like him more than Jay White.
1: He's, I said, uh, he's far more charismatic in, in, in an American outward way. Uh, he definitely fits in. Uh, and I think, and who was it? I think it was Jim Cornette who said it. That he thought watching the two of them, they're both good, but he thinks that it may be Juice has the higher upside in America. Which I think uh, might not be wrong.
2: I would agree if he was in WWE. But yeah. for that audience, I still think it's Jay White.
1: I think uh, that's gonna work. Uh, I love that show. I love that main event. I don't know. I didn't like Luchasaurus winning the TNT title.
0: Yeah, let's bring that up because this yeah. just and yeah. this hey, just and hey, that's five fun, right?
1: star Luchasaurus to you, buddy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <So> that just. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Wardlow's leaving for a bit or what are we doing here you know like I mean yeah, they have turned that TNT
2: title into the fucking 24-7 title. it doesn't matter at all it's completely useless
1: and Wardlow I don't know man that, you know what my favorite stat that I read after that match was my favorite stat was Wardlow has won and lost yeah. the TNT title three times since Orange Cassidy won the international title
2: Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs>
0: like,
1: and that, Warlow... hasn't even, and that hasn't even been a terribly long title reign. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's like it's like for Warlow, he, you know, he's been snake bit since the MJF match last year. Of the fact of you know, he got at what the situation with him, and then they just haven't done anything with him and then they put him put him in the TNT title. He wins it. He loses it. Wins it back. And then now he loses it again to Luchasaurus, of all people. And like, what are we what you know, what also, are they doing with I, him?
1: I think I see what the end game is here. With Christian acting like he won the goddamn thing, I think Lucha's gonna get fed up with him. They're gonna feud over it and then eventually Lucha's gonna go baby with Jungle Boy again since they haven't set the world on fire apart.
0: Yeah, that uh pillars match is now uh what are we doing? Uh Jericho's taking the rub off Sammy now. Um Jungle Boy's well, now with
1: fair. In all fairness, the most obvious feud for Sammy for a while has been Jericho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And Jungle uh, Boy's basic sonata in a match where nobody cares on that pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, he's taking he's but he's teaming with jungle, uh jungle uh, with uh Hook again, so they're the
3: jungle hook hook again.
0: Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, gonna gonna turn on him. Darby's with, you know, just there now. You know, is Wardlow the new Brian Cage?
3: Possibly.
2: I because like, yeah, he has he has something in the ring. He doesn't have a lot in the ring. He has something in the ring. And he has a good look, but he can't cut a promo for fucking shit. And he's devoid of most charisma. So, like, he might be at his ceiling, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Like, and no, he, I, I think is, the, the, the competitive squash has got him over big, plus the turning on MGAF thing. But kind of like with Virgil, once you do the turning on DiBiase and have the one match, oh, uh, what now?
2: Like, Wardlow is... A better version of this, so I don't mean to dis- disparage Wardlow here, but he's basically Ryback.
1: You mean living legend, Twitter advocate, and all time hey, hero, Ryback?
2: Seventy five million monthly views on YouTube, uh, Ryback. Who did every, you hear that, Joe? Who, oh, I did not.
1: Yeah, every he time said he that. Votes poll, people tell him to retire.
2: Yeah, Ryback was trying to sell himself to, I think, WWE, but he said that he gets 75 million views a month on YouTube. That's amazing.
1: Um, that bullshit. would make
2: him like 10 times bigger than any YouTube page on Earth.
1: Yeah, that would make him Ryback Kardashian. <laughs>
2: huh. The he's more you know. Fucking, he's such a fucking idiot. God damn it. So, Warmo is not that like, that piece of shit. But, like, his career archetype might be Ryback, like, to be honest.
1: You're not – you know, you're probably not wrong, to be honest.
2: Which is sad. It's really unfortunate.
1: I still look at it as – I look at the the young guys who they aren't really pushing, and I think it tells a story. Ricky Starks is one. I think Wardlow's another. I think those guys have been close to Cody. And I think they've pretty much let people know what they want to do when time is right. And I think they're being pushed accordingly right now due to that.
0: I I wonder, because you mentioned Ricky Starks, Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs have announced that they're going to the Owen Hart tournament. Do you think Wardlow goes there too? Or we're not going to see him for a bit?
3: (sighs) Take him off TV, man. He needs to... Yeah, that wasn't good. Whatever's going on with him ain't good. <laughs> let's uh, let's pump the brakes and let's just take it back and let's, let's.
2: Uh, so I didn't watch all the collision. I kind of I got like bits and pieces of it. How did uh, what's his bucket? El look.
1: That was a good match. Uh, but <laughs> so <laughs> so buddies coming to the ring and it's a Dasha was the ring announcer. And she straight up introduced him as Buddy Murphy.
2: Oh, God damn it.
1: That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. She straight Ugh. up said Buddy Murphy. Um, he looked, I mean, big, like jacked, like fucking. He was jacked to the gills. Uh, uh, Andre was, or Buddy? Andrade. It was a okay. good match. Good competitive match. He ended up, he won with the figure eight.
2: Oh, God damn it.
1: Yep. Yeah he put the figure eight on and, and buddy immediately tapped. um and they even called it the figure eight on commentary gross
3: because I, like, uh,
1: I
0: saw uh, I, yeah now. the the i saw the you know it was funny with the sign like hey buddy you know how does it feel or you're know, like uh Dommy has stole your mommy sign uh,
1: hey buddy um, how's it feel that Dami took your mommy
0: yeah um and then I, I don't know if it's true or not, but reports about WWE people not liking the fact that he used the figure eight because it being well, on a lesser show. They're
1: married. Company. they're married. Fuck you. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> you
1: yeah. It. Right. They changed you, the fact that they're married. I mean, I'm sure they'd like to, but
0: uh, you know,
1: they they, they, they,
0: show, they got well. They just have to present uh, her with a, uh, someone with a title, and then she'll go after them. She looks plastic.
2: Should he just change sh- his name and not be Buddy, whatever? Matthews? No, I mean, I mean just nothing. Like, not be uh, Buddy. Like, be something else fucking entirely.
1: Something. Uh, yeah, because I, I was like, ooh.
2: Because that's a mistake that inevitably is going to happen. And also, Buddy is a stupid fucking name for an imposing wrestler.
1: And it put him, I mean, but hey, I put Julia Hart on my TV, so I was fine with it. You know that. And uh, Miro looked good defeating Tony Nese, who they use exactly like he should be. Get the crowd riled up, then have the person you want to demolish him come and demolish him. Um, Tony yeah, Nese is like, call a
3: good team player.
2: Good hand. And that's the other thing, right? Like, Wardlow's gimmick, uh, Miro's better at it.
1: Yep. Like, don't so, like him. I don't need I said last fall, I said I would just let WWE have Wardlow. I'm yes. not saying there's nothing there, but I think you could survive quite nicely with him.
2: Yep. You have powerhouse
1: Hobbs and Miro.
2: Uh huh. He's not going to factor in as uh, you know a main event at all out into like you know he doesn't. It's not that kind yeah. of guy.
0: Nope. I thought something was. I should have thought. Uh, should have known when the dynamite leading into collision, Wardlow was taking on Hager for the title. I'm like, but why?
1: <laughs> well god damn joe it's 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 hager it's, it's just a chance to get about uh, tv is all we need
0: sorry jr
1: god damn he's a hoss he's a hoss
0: um speaking god of god hoss I'm, I'm i'm how's your run of smackdown going right now cory
1: well oh, it finished he super kicked roman okay well. it was it was all the feels and i'm tingly all over
0: that's the lead up to my next conversation our small wwe talk is the bloodline finally breaking up, leading to a tag match of the Usos versus Solo and Roman at Money in the Bank.
2: God damn it. <laughs> uh, so, Corey, you didn't hear the promo, obviously. You were watching it on mute. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like though. Oh, they like fucked up. It,
3: well, <laughs> they
2: like fucked up. It, it should have been hey. Jimmy. Jay, Jay can't cut a promo. That was, that was terrible. It uh, should have been Jimmy.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: I was like, what is happening here? I don't know. This whole thing. But, I'm I'm bloodline fatigued.
0: But it it's I love the fact there's a lot of people out there like I have fatigue as well, but then everyone's like I know we were praising it not too long ago, but
1: when they had it hot and should have done something well, and they decided to do nothing and
2: But now it's I also like, have fatigue, but I still
0: think it's the best thing on the show. It is.
1: That's Because they're not doing anything else with anybody on the show.
0: Roman has three titles now
1: (laughs) like I watched I I can't say for raw but I just watched the Smackdown
3: ain't nothing else happening on this shit
0: because I can tell you on raw they're trying to push Riddle taking on uh, Walter or Gunther um Owens and Zayn's defending their tag titles every week. F- Seth Rollins is defending the heavyweight title on NXT this week against Breaker. Yeah, NXT. Hello? He's not on Raw. He's going down to NXT for it.
1: Ooh, that sounds fun. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, that's
2: a that's a prestigious title, guys. <laughs> yep. Really. It's on par. It's on par with Roman.
1: Really handed that home. Uh, yep. Yep.
2: So Joe, then, uh, quick follow, quote Joe, follow up. So next week is Roman going down to NXT to defend the title?
0: Uh, no, pers- Roman probably won't be on TV for another month. Who knows? Got it, got it. Okay, just curious, just checking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Rollins is doing that because he's the every man fighting wrestling man. Um,
2: every man fighting wrestling man. I love it.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> man. it's intriguing,
0: man. Uh, it's intriguing, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's just doing that, and then Roman's just having three titles now. Um, but I don't, yeah, Raw's Raw's un. I don't know if you can watch Raw for three hours on mute because the commentary is just dumb.
3: I, I gave the, the new I I, I
0: I gave the got new guy a shot, but he lost me after like week one, and then Corey Graves is nothing now.
1: Oh, he was like uh, Matt Stryker was really good when he first started. Yep, that was Corey Graves. Yes, he was. And then like an hour, a year and a half in, they became exactly what every other answer was—the WWE simp kind of. Ugh, it just,
2: I mean, scary. I guess in his defense, at least he knows who the wrestlers are. So that is true. Unlike He's
1: the other. He got that is, going
2: Booker T, is Booker T gonna know who Seth Rollins is when he shows up? I
1: probably
2: hope. Not.
0: I hope. But yeah.
2: Hey, you Why? Know Why is Tyler Black here?
1: Yeah, you know what? This guy reminds me of that guy in the shield. So Dean Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Uh, so let's. Uh, we
0: have a uh, mark out no sell for Forbidden Doors this upcoming week, which all of us are probably watching together. Um, hopefully. Together forever. There's only four matches announced so far. Come, and days, I think- come on, Joe. Come on, Joe. There, there's there, what? It's Tony Khan. There's 26 oh, matches. I, oh, I know that. I'm just saying. There's only two matches announced at this current moment. Four. You said two. I'm oh, sorry. No, hang on. sorry. There's four announced, but there's two. Two of the real reasons why we're watching the 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 card. All right. So, what do we got Joe? Match-
1: one match it was canceled. I know that. And that was oh, gonna yeah. be Tony Storm and Mercedes Monet. Because yeah, Monet yeah. got hurt. So that got thrushed down the window. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't even know my similes, metaphors, and uh paradoxes.
0: Okay. So uh first match is for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship as it's Sonata Taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry with Hook (laughs) in his corner. That's a a hard no-sell for me, Doc.
1: So my son asked me about this. Like, why are they doing this match? And I was like, well, son, it's politics. You need New Japan to win a certain amount of matches. And they need to build Sonata up as a credible champ. They're not going to put him in the ring with anybody that AEW doesn't want to lose. So let's just shove Jungle Boy in there. He'll get the pop, but then lose. Okay. Okay.
0: And then Hook will probably turn on him at the end.
1: Politics. Pure politics.
0: My God. Next match for the AEW World Championship. Uh MJF or MFJ, M M F J, however his opponent hey, spells it. It's tough. It
1: is you're, tough. As he's he's good. taking
0: he's taking on Tanahashi.
2: So so it is for, for the you're... AEW world
0: title. Yes.
3: Yes. Uh.
0: We'll see because MJF says he doesn't want to doesn't want to wrestle against anybody from that other indie company. So
2: Well because yeah. like I had an idea of what I thought would happen, but if it's for the AEW title, my booking didn't work that it would work in that scenario. Mm.
1: No, this is for the title, but here's where we can have a little fun. How about a fantasy Because yeah. here's what I think will happen. MJF shows up and beats Telenhouse. Uh Here's my fantasy booking. MJF says, uh, no, I don't want to work this show. I don't want to take on a guy I don't deem worthy. And then uh, CM Punk comes out with his belt saying he never lost it. And last year he was supposed to take on Tanahashi. And if MJF won't show up and be a man, I'll fight you. And then Mm. they have a match and Punk beats him. I can see that. Thus, long term, continuing to build up the fact that it's going to be MJF and Punk to determine who's the champ. This will feed right into that. That would be my that, fantasy booking. Having said that, MJF's gonna be
2: uh I like your idea. So my idea before I honestly knew I said I thought it was just a match, right? Yeah. I didn't know it was for the AW title. So if you take the title out of it, what my booking was is that uh MJF has like like a competitive match with Tanahashi, but Adam Cole fucks him and Tanahashi beats him. Cause I, like, I don't would agree to lose. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I mean, I'd, I'd rather see the punk thing, but you never know. Cause that would really, it would, it would give you the match you were robbed of last year. It yeah. would further the MJF as a dick storyline. And it would very much further the, who's the real champ, uh, storyline with these two inevitably clashing later in the year.
2: So if I can bring up something real quick, uh, 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 old uh little bitch has another scenario. I wonder you guys' thoughts on that because him and I were arguing about this. Is he this thinks all gravy wrestling related? No, no. It's actually good, so it wouldn't work in you know, all gravy wrestling. Okay. Alright. It's it's way, it's way more than a second round pick. Um he thinks that MJF is gonna come out and cut like one of those like uh JBL promos that he did at one night stand. Yeah, and Adam Cole will take his place.
1: I mean that's also something that could happen. Yeah, that's not that's not out of the realm of possibility at all.
2: Because I think that's clearly like the next like short term view is Adam Cole and MJF. I mean, that I, makes I sense. think
0: I, it's possible. I think the MJF situation will wrap up. I think maybe on Dynamite just before, you know, so we don't have that that don't have him. You know, he could come out and do, cut the promo on at Forbidden Door, but I feel like he his situation be ended wrapped up by, um, well, once by of dynamite type thing, maybe. Well,
2: my my thing is right. Like this is sort of the. pull the curtain back. non kayfabe part of this. Like if you're the world champion, like I know it's kayfabe but he say, but like, you kind of have to, like, you kind of have to be at the show. Like you kind I don't mm-hmm. think you could not have your world champion, not be at the show. Like punk got hurt or he, you know, he was going to be here last year. Like, your world champion sort of has to be here.
1: I agree with you, but if there's one guy whose storyline you can get away with not doing that, it's
2: and that's the caveat. Have... Yeah. It's a it's intriguing booking. It's really interesting to me.
1: But Joe. Yeah. Yes. We just talked all about that, but let's be honest. It doesn't fucking matter because there yeah. are two humongous Dude. matches on here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so. Like to before the, you
2: said Joe that, that's that's the thing is like when like people are debating shit in wrestle, I'm like, it doesn't matter. He doesn't yeah. need to because yeah. of these two fucking matches.
0: Two, two <laughs> matches, which I'm still in my head thinking, which one will be the main event? Oh, you know. From, from what I've, I've heard,
1: event. it's going to be Osprey and Omega.
0: Okay, yeah. so our maybe main event for the I W G P United States Heavyweight Championship, Kenny Omega taking on Will Osprey.
1: Part duh. There was a damn good match in January at the old Tokyo Dome, which was kind of just a one-sided Kenny Omega ass beaten. Yeah, uh, on Ospreay. So, I kind of expect Ospreay to get the win back here. Yep. And then they'll do the inevitable rubber match down the line. Yep. Yep. So probably good.
3: Yeah,
2: probably not like a one-sided ass beating. Probably a more competitive match, but
1: yeah. I like the ending of Dynamite where Osprey came out and finished it.
0: Yeah, sidekicked yeah. him out of nowhere.
1: And Brian, <laughs> that man deserves an applause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I mean this
2: has to be the main event. Like yeah, so, a, a because it's the dream match, A, but also like it, it's Kenny Omega's company. Like I you know.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, but then yeah. we talk about, you know, there used to be a lot of dream matches. uh uh-huh. They've kind of Kind of done most of them. We got spoiled when WWE went out of business and WWE just bought everybody, brought them in, and had a job to the WWE guys. Yeah. But yeah. This, this is a legitimate dream match for hardcore fans for the last 10 years.
3: Yeah. Like what uh, would happen
1: if these two wrestled? Uh,
2: you know, I know they considered the other one earlier this year a dream match, but El Vikingo versus Commander is not a dream match. This is no. a dream match.
1: Yeah, this is a dream match. Brian Danielson taking on Kazuchika Okada. Ooh, I I am trying, guys. I am trying not to have unfair expectations.
3: Yeah, just in well, my own head.
2: <laughs> well, I was gonna ask, like, short of I don't know, one of them dying in the ring, there is no chance this is less than five and a half stars from Uncle Dave.
1: Brian will go for it. He'll die in the ring if it's if for the. Cops. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. If it and will match, will help him get there. <laughs> yeah, O'Connell will do his part. Um, <laughs> this is going to be awesome, guys. I I cannot wait for this match. So, what's the crowd split going to be? <sighs> well, they're mm, they're in Toronto, at the Scotia Bank. Toronto uh-huh. is a, a heavy wrestling city. It might, it might be the best city in North America, to be fair. Yeah. Ring of Honor and New Japan did a ton of co-promoted shows for a decade, and they, they, they always ran Toronto. So there's going to be a lot of Okada fans, but there's going to be a lot of Danielson fans. I mm-hmm. can see this being a true 50-50. Ooh, this is going to be uh, good. Well, you know, and you know what I want to know? You would think... Going in, you would think Danielson's gonna play the heel because he's a heel on AEW. Yeah. But I'm like, who's gonna be the heel in this match? Cause I wouldn't mind seeing angry prick Okada in a major wow. pay per view against Danielson. So is this wow. Rock Hogan? Is that what we're kind of leaning towards here? For the hardcore fans of the last 15 years, this is absolutely Rock Hogan level. But for your but, but mainstream but not- or WWE led. Like for your like you fans like you, maybe not. But for but like, people like me, absolutely.
2: Well, I don't even mean level wise, like cause I like it's Akana is not my thing, but like I fully yeah. like admit when like the level this is at. But I mean, like, who is gonna like storyline wise? Who's gonna play the heel of the match?
1: Yeah, like, who like,
2: like, is this? Is it Rock Hogan they... like that?
1: Yeah, because I mean, I can see. Maybe Alcada's a little forceful at the beginning of the match. The crowd decides they just want Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson to be the 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 underdog baby face. And then, boom, they're both smart enough to play that. You know what I mean? To switch gears. Um, or is it going to be angry prick Brian Danielson uh, beating the living shit out of Alcada? Or is it just going to be both of them being pricks and the crowd's just going to be like, uh, which one do we like better? We'll go with Uh It's gonna be do
0: awesome, think, though. Does this open the show? Because God damn it, that was not. like that. Well, <laughs> because well, the thing is, like, they're gonna run
2: into a a WrestleMania situation where you're gonna have so many big matches back to back. You're gonna burn them out before the main event. I actually like the idea of whichever match this isn't the main event opens the show.
1: I mean, I get that thought process, and you're not completely wrong. But Jesus, these two are capable of giving you the kind of match where you'll burn out the rest of the night. Exactly. That's why it's so it's, yeah. so
0: it's, it's there like like catch 22 thing of sure it could be the match before, like second to you know third to last match you know there's going to be the in between match between this and omega match but they're going to be dead Leading up to the Omega match, you know what I mean? Like, what do we?
2: But then we're we're right back to Rock Hogan. Then, then you're gonna have yeah. Triple H and Jericho trying to fo- follow Rock Hogan.
3: Yeah. So I will that's... say this:
1: I I have more faith in Omega and Osprey following this than I had in Triple H and Jericho following Rock Hogan. I will say that. Um, because Triple H, if you notice, Triple H is gonna wrestle his main event match. It didn't matter who he was against; it was gonna be his type of match. Yeah. You put Jericho and dare I say Benoit or someone like that out there. And they could have done maybe they weren't going to eclipse rock Hogan, but it wouldn't have been such a goddamn afterthought. You would have at least remembered the match a little bit. <laughs> oh.
0: uh, I, I so leading into on dynamite, I know there's a tag match and it's um, Cassidy Shibata taken on Garcia and uh, Zack Saber Jr. So my assumption is it's going to be Orange Cassidy versus Zack Saber Jr.
1: Yeah, they heavily hinted at Zack Saber Jr. and Orange Cassidy at Forbidden Door for the international title. Yeah, or maybe both.
0: Because it might be a tough time. Mean, I don't. I don't think it will be. But yeah, they. Joe. Zia, Zia, better, Z- Joe. Yeah.
1: You better hope it's title for title so that Orange Cassidy can win that, so we can experience in Japan Orange Cassidy yeah. versus Toru Yano.
0: Can I have a Yanu match? Come on. Can you imagine yeah. that Yano match? That'd be amazing. Five stars. He would I, Yonu-
2: I want Yanu versus CM Punk.
0: Canta <laughs> wants, wants punk, but they said no.
1: <laughs> uh Punk said no.
0: Punk said no, yeah. <laughs> uh
1: I mean if or- a shot a shot.
2: I mean, you know, all, the worst he can say is no, so you know, might as well.
1: He's been calling him out for like 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> bitch, you stole my move. You made it famous in America. You fucking handicapped me before I even get there, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, well,
2: be be better.
0: i don't tell you. Yeah. So we'll find out more uh, matches up. Yeah, we need more matches. Hopefully not more, like because again, yeah, the, the, 20, the two though. the two matches that rule we'll, uh, that is the reason why we're watching this like, show. God give me the time. time. Yeah.
2: If Tony Khan can show restraint and have seven matches, this will be a fucking phenomenal card. If it turns into 13 fucking matches, god damn it.
1: God damn it. You know what else? Uh, No mention of him so far. I know the American crowd in Chicago was very upset last year when they did a forbidden door and brought so many people over, but there was no Naito. So far, there's no Naito on this one, too. Lights
2: are too bright. What are you going to do?
1: <laughs> By Tutu Bright in the Scotia Bank. <laughs> and he realizes it. So uh
0: hopefully we get an Ito match, a Yanu match.
2: This should be a fucking it should it has the, okay, it has the potential to be a incredible card. Yeah.
1: Last last year Khan pulled off a fucking miracle
3: with yeah.
1: Forbidden Door and how good it was, considering he didn't get to use half the guys that were originally figured in. And he had yep. to go through four different cards before the one we saw, and he finished that one like the day before.
2: And like, because there was injuries, and then like, what was it? Triple A, like you can't use half of the fucking yep. people. You're just like, yeah. god damn it, the fucking hell.
1: Yep. It was it was ridiculous and crazy, and uh, I can't wait. Should be good. All right.
2: It's a fun weekend of wrestling, boys.
0: Yeah, it
1: was. And again,
0: yeah, again, get your power Pro Wrestling tickets at PowerProWrestling.eventbrite.com or the Eventbrite app and look up power Pro Wrestlings uh, and uh, get their tickets. But yeah. go get go uh, m i l b dot com forward slash Eugene Emeralds and get your base brawl tickets now, like right now. Stop, you know, just get it now. Wireless us, Wrap it up. Go get it. As we're wrapping <laughs> it up. Just do it now. Or, uh, Corey, we'll break your back and make you humble.
1: Or I'll spend the next Power Show intermission singing When I Think About You, I Touch Myself by the Divinals.
0: And just on repeat, not not even yep. not, not even changing songs. Just, yeah,
1: it's it's a, just that's a band. great
2: song, by the way.
1: Yes, so it, it is. And they were an underrated band who were kind of fucked over by the fact that that's such a memorable song.
2: I just, yeah. that's one of those songs where, like, where your parents, like, like are appalled with music you listen to. Like, do you hear this song, you fuckers? Hey, all yeah, right. Just, There's no fair. euphemism here. Yeah.
1: She's not beating around the proverbial bush. or Well, she is. But but the Actually, point yeah. is.
0: She was. She was.
1: <laughs> Ergo
3: vis-a-vis. She
1: absolutely was. But the point is, it <laughs> wasn't leaving much to Chance.
0: So as we're wrapping it up, we had a uh, homework, but also, did you guys watch uh, Dark Side of the Ring this week?
1: Nah, I'm still behind. I got all three to watch now.
0: Okay, so I'll watch
1: them and talk about it next week.
0: Okay, let's do that. Um, let you know uh, this week it's uh, Doink the
1: Clown. I'm looking forward to this one. This might cause Oregon wrestler. You I know, mean, I'm I'm automatically swayed to that. This might be a tough one. But I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. Uh so we had homework and uh Mr. Boobo, what'd you give us?
1: Uh
2: per a recommendation from somebody, I had us watch Edge versus Mick Foley at WrestleMania twenty
1: two. Uh I'll go first. Uh okay. You know, what? there's so many great WrestleMania matches in history that this is kind of a, in my opinion, a nice little forgotten gem of a WrestleMania match. Really good. Uh, Foley was dead set, bound and determined to have his goddamn WrestleMania moment, one way or the other, and he would die trying. <laughs> and Edge, Edge was—I'll be honest—Edge, a was a big friend of Foley and wanted him to have his WrestleMania moment, so he was going to bust his ass to do it too. But also, he was full of piss and vinegar. He was pissed off you know he got that title earlier in the year popped a huge rating on raw and then three weeks later just had to job back to cena and go back to the mid card and he wasn't too fucking happy so he definitely had something to prove this night as well motherfuckers i belong at that level and Mm -hmm. these two went out and killed each other and had a fantastic fucking match
2: uh i was struck that like, the thought that I had when it was over, because I had never seen this match. I had just seen clips, and I obviously I would seen the finish of the match before. Um, I was like, oh, so WWE can do violence when they want to do violence. I see.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Not this CG film, shit we get now.
1: The flaming table spot is nuts. To think that Edge don't face first into that. I... My God, man. <laughs> and even just,
2: like... I know it's not the same as a metal chair, but like those baking sheet shots to the dome, I was like, "Fuck, dude,
3: it's."
0: Yeah, watching those shots and then the barbed wire, Mister Socko, the barbed wire belt, basically. Yeah, you know, Uh, I didn't know the barbed wire
2: sock. I was like, "What the
1: fuck?" (laughs) That's okay. So I love the barbed wire sock but it pales in comparison to six months earlier at Taboo Tuesday 2005 when he was chosen to face Carlito and brought out a Carlito sock that he called his Cotton Taco.
2: Good God.
1: It had a little afro on it.
2: Oh, (laughs) my God.
1: (laughs) But yes, this match was crazy. Yeah.
2: Uh, Would you take a sock wrapped barbed wire in your mouth the way lita did because fuck that dude no hard pass uh,
1: no. you know what well two things depends. I'd ra- depends. i would rather take the flaming table bump than
0: that oh i was about to ask when you do that
1: <laughs> and two they could and should probably do an entire dark side of the ring on the dirty filthy disgusting shit they forced lita to do during her tenure there i mean, you're and, not I do wrong. mean and i do mean forced
0: Yeah, uh, uh, won't surprise me. They, they I might, mean, that might, ha- that might happen like, down the line once she's no longer in a cahoots with them.
2: Yes. Yeah. Leda, it would be an interesting dark side.
1: There's enough there.
2: Cause even if they, even if they just talked about a lot of it was the love triangle thing, like there's
1: a lot there. Yeah, there was a lot there training wise. Uh, there's a lot there there was a lot during the rated R superstar era that was just fucked up. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm glad she's getting, I'm glad she's getting the paycheck now. Fuck them. Fuck them. Take them for all their goddamn worth. But uh,
2: just uh, stop doing the moonsault. Just
0: stop that.
1: You're going to kill yourself, girl. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think
2: of it,
0: Joe? It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, it It's one of those things when I started watching it, I'm like, Oh, I've seen this. Like it, like it all came like, Back to me, and I'm like, okay, here's that spot. There, but like, I enjoyed it. It was all
3: coming back to me when you touch me like this. i oh, sorry, sorry.
0: That's not the song you're singing at intermission, dude. So relax. <laughs> My bad. But no, it was it was overall it was fun. It was uh, I, again like how you know, oh, they can do what you said, like how they can do hardcore matches uh, or you know brutal matches. And, and again, like. I've
2: always been a Christian guy, but I don't dislike edge. <laughs> no, right? he's good. And, like he's in my top 10 of all time. Like I really yes. do enjoy his work.
1: He's um, good. He's, he can go.
2: And you know this what I think happening. Proof. He's on that level.
1: You know what the thing is, Mike? I think this last run on, and, and, and unfortunately it's, it's soured people on him that now he's almost underrated again. Because people uh, are just like, oh,
2: goddamn Edge. Yeah, it's the opposite of what Jericho's doing stuff, where he's just torpedoing his own fucking career. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's different in that way, but like, yeah, no, you're right. Like, people are just like, oh, this is what Edge is. And we're like, no, this is not what Edge was. Yeah, no.
1: Boy, way different. Way different. Uh, But yeah. Good, good, good pick. Good pick, uh, little bitch. Well. Paper
0: bitch. Hey, well. well. Um, I'm up, and we've been having too much fun on these homeworks lately. God damn it. So I've decided to go with the bismal shits of a match. We're going to
1: 2006. Oh, oh God. Okay. There's a lot of bad stuff there. Once I tell you the month...
0: We're going to December of 2006. I hate you so much. We're going to Georgia. Yep. Yeah. December is, 3rd, 2006. This is, uh, <sighs> this is an extremely bad pick, Joe. Yes, it is. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to December to dismember, and we're going to be watching... Kevin Thornton. No, we're watching the Elimination Chamber match.
1: I was like, God damn son of a bitch. What are you doing? To this- <laughs> <laughs> well, at well, least no, it's the Elimination
3: Chamber.
0: Okay. We're doing Hardy's and M&M. and M&M- No, we're doing the, the yeah, Elimination those are Chamber. The only,
1: those are the only two matches worth a damn. So
0: Okay, uh, let me change my pick, too. Uh,
2: December to December is what a lot of wrestling fans consider the worst pay-per-view of all time. But us three it's know not. that the beach two, the batch of the beach ninety nine happened. So oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that
1: is yeah. far worse than December to December.
2: So <laughs>
1: you know, I will not let any revisionist history change that. <laughs> that fucking shit sucked ass, dude. Yep, that sucked a life. That was the night where I was like, my my company's dying, <laughs> and it's never gonna come back.
0: <laughs> well, we're gonna witness another company dying again. <laughs> oh.
1: The the match that drove Paul Heyman out of out of WWE, the yep. the, the Elimination Chamber match. I look, so I look forward to talking about that. So, Corey, if
2: you would, or Joe, uh, would you please go over the card for the people at home? Got it. I
0: have Taylor it on pulled right, up. Uh, oh,
3: yeah, yeah please, I got it. I got go. I got
0: it right here. So Stevie uh, Richards uh, took on Renee Dupree in a dark match.
2: That's probably a fucking good match.
1: To be fair. I know it
0: is oh. on the dark match.
1: Of course it is. God damn it. Uh,
0: the Hardys took on M M N M-, M-, M Mercury and All Nitro. Right. All right. Good match. Good match. A Striker Rules match, Balls Mahoney versus Matt Stryker. Oh, God almighty. Uh, Elijah Burke and Sylvester Cherkay versus the FBI of Little Greedo and Tony Mamaluke. Tommy oh. Dreamer taking on Davari who had the great Kali with him, Kevin Thorne and Ariel versus Mike Knox oh. and Kelly Kelly. Oh, Ariel. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah.
2: That that brings me back.
0: That's an odd match because
1: three of the four are heels, but hey, I digress. If, I get, to steer, if hey. I get
2: to steer Ariel, I don't
0: care.
1: Mike Knox was Kelly Kelly's abusive uh, boyfriend <laughs> who didn't approve <laughs> of her being an exhibitionist. All right.
0: Yeah, I got it. And then what we're uh, watching will be Big Show, Test, Bobby Lashley, RVD, Hardcore Holly, and a no-name CM Punk. That sounds fucking terrible.
1: And it's a weapons elimination chamber match. Yes. He's oh, God damn it! Extreme. I mean,
2: I am very much looking forward to Corey regaling us with uh, Paul Heyman's take on this.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what he like would a have done. And what he would have done as opposed to what Vince McMahon made him do.
0: Yep. Yep. A 500-pound big show, basically. So That sounds fucking terrible.
1: Can I just lead you guys on with one thing? Yep. Mind you, this card is abysmally weak, is it not? Yes. Yes. During the pay-per-view, after people have already bought it and people are in the arena, during the pay-per-view, they do an injury angle in the back where they remove Sabu from the main event and replace him with Bob Hawley. Wow.
0: So, um, and I'll bring it up on next week's show too. Uh, just to lead into it, uh, the capacity is 9,167 for the James Brown Arena that they did this in at.
1: Augusta, Georgia. In Augusta,
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel good. 4,800 people, and all of them wanted refunds.
1: Yep. I mean, it's definitely on the short list with Bash of the Beach 99, but it is not the worst of all time.
0: Yep. So, but that's what we're looking forward to watching next week here. Uh, The Extreme Elimination Chamber match. Oh, God. Why not? Joe, wanna... this, is,
2: this is why you're a Blanchard fan, because they would pick this horseshit.
0: You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. But again, before I tell him, you know, hey, again, shut your mouth. Speaking of the Blanchard, just go, go get your tickets for Base Brawl at slash Eugene Emeralds. Get your tickets now. Or go to Palpro Wrestling's Twitter account. There's a QR code for limited tickets for only $7. That's cheaper than like getting a uh, a meal at McDonald's. Get your tickets now. And then go to Eventbrite.com, uh, com to get your tickets for uh, Pick Your Poison or get to the Eventbrite app on your smart device and look up Pow Wrestling and get your tickets there. Or go to nosowentertainment.com. That's right, nosowentertainment.com, where you can find your Pow Wrestling tickets. You can find everything that we do for you. You can find the app. Uh, you can listen. Uh, find us on the social medias on Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagram at Entertainment or nosowent. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcast.